Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener. You'll have ad-free episodes and join us on our monthly Zoom calls with other podcast listeners and get to know the community at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes. You're about to listen to a We Are LA Tech remix episode, where we present to you a curated selection of impactful clips from previous episodes that you may have missed. And be sure to follow the links in the show notes to listen to the full episodes. I'm Alex Bloomberg, host of the podcast Startup, and you're listening to We Are LA Tech. My name is Esprit Devora, born and raised L.A., and I created We Are L.A. Tech in 2012 to unify the community. Podcast launched in 2014, continuing to help people find the best talent, to connect with each other, to form awesome relationships. So proud of this show. Enjoy. Hey, everyone. My name is Zach Stern. I am the founder and CEO at Official what i realized is that dating apps don't make a lot of sense and instead of helping you find someone i wanted to help you keep someone so the one thing that's really interesting about launch house is you actually don't have to give equity in your company to go so launch house is something where you pay rent to actually live in the house like you would anywhere else and that's something that allows you to actually be in la in an incredible area in beverly hills which for most people you don't have that option to no matter what so the opportunity to actually live in paris hilton's old house like you said is an incredible opportunity And then to be surrounded by so many smart people, you just get this catalyst of events and this kind of water cooler effect where you're just chatting with so many different people. I remember when I was there, I was working with some people on cryptocurrency, just chatting away. We were looking at different tweet bots and we were kind of just overall having a good time and really interested in what each other was working on. We'd really try to help each other. And it was something where you were learning from some of the smartest people in the world. You have top tier VCs coming in. You have different aspects of people coming in for SEO, for pitch review, for marketing. And it really, the goal is to help you launch something incredible while you're there. And everyone in the house is one of the biggest resources. So that's what you're really lucky to have. And all these experts don't cost extra. You don't have to pay to meet with them when they come to Launch House. I mean, it's an amazing resource. Talk to me about how Launch House, like the tangibles, how Launch House directly helped official skyrocket. What were some of the pain points that you experienced during your time there? And by the way, how long were you there? Like what, what's the duration of stay at Launch House? And where did Launch House help you solve those pains or catapult you to have that tremendous growth that you've had? Yeah, so Launch House is a month long, just about four weeks uh, is each cohort. It happens about every month and each cohort is now individualized. So it's a specific topic around what it is. For me, one thing that I learned that's really interesting and you're gonna laugh is Twitter. So I learned how to actually use Twitter effectively. So when I was at Launch House, I was learning how to use Twitter and they really teach you how to tweet, what, who to follow and all these different things, which seems really trivial, but it's helped so much. I had one tweet when I was at Launch House or right when I got back from Launch House, got like 330,000 impressions. So I had a bunch of angels reach out to me. I had a bunch of VCs reaching out. And it was this kind of thing where you really learn that a lot of the social networking and a lot of the professional networking isn't done on LinkedIn, it's done on Twitter. And Launch House really shows you that and it teaches you how to do that. Additionally, for official, Launch House was something where it helped me understand TikTok better. It helped me understand social media better. 
and what goes into making a top tier app and really what goes into the analytics aspect of it. So they really try to teach you whatever you're willing to learn and everyone there is very open to chatting with you. And I want to get a little bit more into Twitter because um, it's really important actually to the LA tech culture right now. But before I do, just to kind of touch base, how large is your team? Have you guys raised? Yeah, so my team, uh, we have about seven people on the team right now. We raised a pre-seed round and we're in the midst of raising our seed round right now. It's been a really interesting time. It's been a lot of fun. Uh, but yeah, so that's where we are for official. Hey guys, this is Dave Whalen, CEO of Bioscience LA, building the life science ecosystem for Los Angeles, based in Culver City. Having the right mix of those, you have to have both, right? Because I think you can, I mean, you can survive on vision for sometimes for a long time. And I think, you know, and, and Peloton might be a good example of that, right? Peloton survived more on vision than operations, and now it has to switch to operations. You know, there's companies that maybe, I mean, you can have vision and not operations and last for a while. You can have operations and not vision, not last very long, but at least be efficient doing it. But you've got to have this mix of both. I mean, for us, it was, you know, interestingly, you talk about sort of the, you know, having, you know, kind of, you know, doing some of those right things in the early days and kind of, you know, getting the right support. I, I feel like, you know, for us, we we did produce amazing content and we produced amazing content Hollywood quality content on on a shoestring budget, but we still did so much of it that, you know, we literally spent, you know, like a couple million dollars on amazing content. So, okay, it's one thing to say we have, okay, we have like $10 million worth of content that we did for a couple million dollars, but then maybe we could have done half that content and started to, you know, invest in marketing, test. So I think our problem our problem was we tried to be too perfect, and we. I used to I used to joke with the 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 you know the CEO, and I had another guy that I actually knew from college who was like I had brought in to manage our technology, and he and I would have a lot of these conversations where we were. What's the the quote is uh, like done is better than perfect. Yes, so we. Um, we were striving for perfection. So therefore we were, we were never done. And so I like to joke that we could have launched the business in 2017 or early 2018 or late 2018 or sometime in 2019. And we were, every time we were ready to launch, we said, no, it needs to be more perfect. And so we would instead go off and create some new content or work on some new technology. And so, on the one hand, I'll say we didn't have product market fit, but we didn't have product market fit because we never even had a chance to test it to figure out what we could do better because we were always trying to make it better before we launched it. And so, you know, at that point, it's like, you know, you just you run out of options. And so going back in time, we should have just really forced ourselves to let's just make it happen. And I remember... Um, I think, you know, uh, Kalika Yap from Citrus Studios and like, uh, you know, Kalika was working on some of our, like a, an early website for us. And we were at that point, we wanted to have the technology, the content on the, on the website. And, you know, she said in 2018 or whatever it was, just take these first 15 videos and put them on this simple website and put it in front of people and see how they respond. And, you know, we said, well, no, we've got to, 
we got to have a paywall. We got to have this. We got to have that. We'll have to wait till we have more content. And so, like that could have been launch one, or somebody else said, "Let's put this out and and test it." We just never got there. And then by the time it was something that we felt like we really could launch, you know, we had no people, we had no money, and therefore, you know, you also can't launch, you know, without without people, without money, and so. Yeah, I wish we could go back and fix that, but it was a really great experience. My name is Aiden Gold. I work for a biotech startup called Egenesis, doing investor relations. We're trying to solve the organ shortage. I'm based in Santa Monica, and it was like such a trip being in neuroscience class. Like you're like we are. Brains learning about brains. Our teachers like don't really know what they're teaching us, but we're trying to figure it out. Like it's like such like it's such an exciting field of research. Like figuring out what makes all of us work. And yeah, I I love studying it. And are you from LA? So I'm from Seattle originally. Went to school in Boulder, and then moved to New York, and I just moved to LA. What attracted you to LA? I mean, quite frankly, the weather. Um, but what's made me really happy here is like all the creative and energetic and people that I've been like interacting with since I've been here. It just has such a special energy about this city, and I'm like, as the people say, "Long LA." Like, there's just there's something going on here. So I'm excited to see. Like, I think there's going to be a lot of unicorns, a lot of good startups, innovation. Like, good. Like, it's just a it's a really awesome place right now. I've said this on a ton of episodes that I actually think L.A. post-pandemic will be a lot stronger than L.A. pre-pandemic. I also see that a ton, a ton of Gen Z is moving to L.A. and they're just like, let's go. I'm like, great energy. Love it. So I I agree with you that I think L.A. is just going to skyrocket forward, especially now that people can relocate and move around. Why would you pick Santa Monica? Like if somebody's moving here. It's overwhelming. There's so many different places to think about. Why Santa Monica? Well, I think it, like it has like beach access, so that was like a huge priority. It's kind of like a little bit city-like, as opposed to like maybe in some more residential areas, and so that's kind of like what attracted to me about like Santa Monica. So normally we we go. Uh, in a deeper dive about your company. And so I don't know how much you feel comfortable sharing, but like when people think about you, when they're listening and they're thinking about possibly reaching out, what should they be thinking? Should they be thinking about, you know, bioscience? What should they be thinking about to reach out? Yeah, no, I'm, and I'm happy to talk about eGenesis. Like we're a biotech startup, but I would say like in terms of me personally, like biotech is like a huge thing that's important to me. And then like startup investing is something that I've got really into over the last like two years or so. And then like writing productivity and just like connecting with awesome people. Like that's like, those are like kind of the three buckets or maybe four buckets. Those are pretty good buckets. Yeah. Yeah, So tell us more about Genesis. Yeah. So Genesis is, uh, was founded as a Harvard spin out to solve the organ shortage and we are currently preclinical and we've raised about $250 million so far. We're about 80 employees and there's just very few people uh, tackling uh, what we're going after. I mean, there's 100,000 people on the organ shortage, 90,000 or so are uh, kidneys. And so that's our, our lead program is kidneys. And people think, oh, isn't there dialysis for end stage renal disease or kidney failure? But people don't realize that dialysis is actually, you have a 
lower likelihood of living out five years than if you have most forms of cancer. So it's not really like a long-term therapy and there's nothing that's coming down really the pike that's going to like address this. And the problem is only getting worse. And so we're, it's just a massive unmet medical need. The We Are LA Tech podcast is hosted and produced by me, Esprit Devora, With help from Janice Geronimo. Edited by Corey Jennings. Production and voiceover by Adam Carroll. Music from Jay Huffman Live and Epidemic Sound. The We Are LA Tech podcast is a wearetech.fm production. Thank you for being a listener of the We Are LA Tech podcast. To support and collaborate with the community, become an MVL Most Valuable Listener at wearelatech.love. Linked in the show notes.